Greetings. No. Salutations. Okay, I'll go ahead and uh, hit the thingy. Thingy thing do. Here we go. Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Saturday, February 10th, 2024. I am Sam Minter. Yvonne Boas here. Hello, Yvonne. It's just after the Hello. 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 You know, can I just say something that I just noticed about what, this what did you, what application did you that we are using? Yes. yes. Uh, Riverside. It, it has, you know, there are dumb interfaces and dialogues in many applications all over okay even some apple ones sometimes get confusing i, I keep seeing people post a meme and, and, I, and i will admit that i have fucked this up before but i i am much <laughs> better at this yes um yes. when a call comes in and you're on a call and says i'm frequently on calls yes um yeah rejecting the call is no big deal but sometimes when you want to do something not that because it presents you three options. And a lot of people have this meme about, I look at this and I my brain freezes. And I, I have to say that there's been occasions where I've done the wrong selection there. Right. Where I've wound up accepting a call that I meant to reject. Yep. And, and like, I, it depends, like, it also depends, like, whether you've already had, like, whether the phone's locked or not at the moment the call comes yeah, in, it's different. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. They, they, they changed it recently, too. They, like, they've changed it the yeah. last, you know, you know, but you don't do that many calls. So this isn't a, much of an issue for you. Oh, yeah. I very rarely, like, uh, unknown, unknown calls go straight to voicemail and, like, regular calls, like, maybe one, a couple of week. Listen, me and my wife, we are, we're like from the early 2000s. My wife the other day literally told me, I'm like, hey, I, I, I was going to arrange dinner with these folks when they were answered. Well, did you text them? No, I just called them. <laughs> and I'm like, and, and I was like, good luck. What the? Listen, I, I'm like, even I, who I am a call, I do call first a lot. And I will tell you that there is a lot of people at my company. Uh, I think because they're my generation that we do a lot of call first a lot. Okay. Right. You know, I, I recognize that even if I, uh, there are certain groups that I will text first. I will admit there, I, I have a separation. There, there are some people it's a text first thing. There's another group that says just fucking call. Okay. You know, but I recognize that I look, I, I, there are only a few people I leave a voicemail for. Most mm-hmm. people, if they don't pick up, I will text. Okay, what right. the hell it is that I want? It works a lot easier. But you know, but but then I was on Riverside over here. Yeah. Oh, we're getting back to that. It, 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 Riverside is this application that we use, and the reason I was mentioning about the interface is that I realized that the we had a problem with our microphones and stuff or whatever, because the interface, your, your microphone with my microphone, mine was specifically ever since the construction where, I don't know, this thing got confused. 
on my end, okay? Yeah. And it, it was mixing it up. It wasn't doing it right. But I, I, you know, and then this doesn't allow you to do changes on the fly either. Like once you're recording, right? Once we're <laughs> recording, it's like, it's that microphone and that's it. And you're stuck. And I can't like, which makes no sense to me whatsoever. But I mean, you know, look, you're in a recording studio. I mean, we did radio. I mean, switching microphones. We switch microphones all the fucking time. I mean, what the fuck's the big deal? It's changing the goddamn microphone. It doesn't. That that is that is something that has no sense whatsoever in this application. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, and, and and you know this application. But uh, j- just to be clear, the uh, the other one we used before this had the same limitation. It did. Yeah. So like, I it must I think be something. It, you know. It might be a technological limitation, not a limitation of this specific program. It still doesn't make any fucking sense that we have that fucking limitation in the year 2024. Sorry. Okay, assholes. You got to figure it out. Okay. But <laughs> but the one thing that was yes. worse is that I just realized is that when I came in, it asked you for your name. And then yes. there are two buttons. Okay. And then one that says... I have headphones and one that says I don't have headphones. And I realize, why the fuck do you need two buttons for that? You mean instead of it figuring it out? I'm sorry, because I got, no, I just, no, figured out that they put two buttons for it. Yeah. As as opposed to like a toggle or something. Right. Why are there two, I mean, why? It's to force. No, 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 but why? No, no, no. But that makes no sense whatsoever. I mean, you could you could force me to choose. I mean, I'm like, well, no, it doesn't force you to choose. I can join the studio without pressing it. I've done that oh, one before. Okay. What, so that makes has... no sense. If you're going to force me to choose, then, you know. Because it changes a... how it does echo correction, depending on your choice. Well, I get that. But my point is that it's either, I mean, you only need one radio button, either I press that i have the headphones or i don't uh-huh okay you know i don't need one that uh yes or no for that makes no okay. I, I don't you know I, I i that doesn't make sense i, I don't fuck it just doesn't make any sense it's never confused me but okay yes it no it's not that it co- doesn't confuse me. <laughs> that's not what i'm saying it just uh-huh. doesn't make sense. Okay. I mean, okay. because if I can click join the studio anyway without pressing no, then what's the point of having the no button? I, I, do you understand what I'm saying? So what does it think when I when I don't press either yes or no? What? I don't know. I'm sure it has a default. It, it, it probably defaults to having more echo correction. And if you don't have the echo, so be it. But anyway, well, I, I just think that that's just not very well thought out either but 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 you know but we have all of those all over the place it's like some of these i'm like yeah but this whole discussion reminds me that i should probably stop paying for the software we used before riverside oh for fuck's sakes look i i just wound up with my (laughs) wife right now who did something just her brain just melted a few minutes ago yeah she went to make a venmo payment and usually for this i i don't like doing any of this stuff out of checking accounts just in case i have to get the money back for some reason okay okay so i have it hooked up because there's extra uh, extra protections with credit cards right so i usually have her just do it out of the amex okay i don't know why the hell she went and she 
Venmoed it out of her checking account. And then she realized that she didn't have the money. And then instead of asking me for the money to tell me from her personal checking account, she asked her, 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 her brother for the money. And it, but, but by the way, this is something I'm supposed to be paying for okay. out of my credit card. It's not from hers. And then I'm like, wait, you, you wait, you, you, you paid it from the wrong place. Then you asked your brother for it. Now I have to pay your brother for something. I mean, I'm going, this payment is doing three hops that should have been just one hop. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what, what, why did you, you know, stop, tell me now I got to pay your brother money for some reason? It's going to think we're crazy. And you just asked him for the money for some reason. Oh my God, I'm short on my chicken account. Send me money. To, to her brother and i'm like but 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 why i i I'm, now i'm having to venmo your brother to money immediately <laughs> like in the last three minutes i i die 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 well it's the memory problems you know uh, that reminds me i i i have some i owe my daughter some money that i promised to venmo her for like last time she paid for food for my son and uh-huh. i haven't done it yet but uh, how long ago was that a couple of weeks i saw that uh, okay i mean you know look this comes from well you but listen you're good about remembering to pay for stuff actually you look you're good about paying for stuff look even if i got i don't know if, you know some of you that are relatively new to here like so you're going to tell the story that about like the 25 cent checks yeah go ahead yeah, so so back somehow for whatever reason in the nineties, okay, at some point, I, it wound up that Sam would owe me money. I was tight on cash for something. I needed to get like a loan from Yvonne for like I I whatever I, 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 whatever. But I'm like, listen. But I'm like, look, I was more than happy to give Sam money for whatever. Anyway, it was no big deal. I'm like, okay, look, it, it, look, it, it short whatever. And Sam, but but Sam very dutifully and responsibly always paid back anyway. So I I had no problem if he needed money. I'm like, you know, whatever, you know. And he would pay me back. And sometimes he was low on money. Okay, so I he had a a payment methodology to apportion to his bills. Okay, and he had some kind of priority <laughs> system, which yes. you know I was like, you know, I mean, this, a, a, a bankruptcy attorney would have been enthralled with your debt seniority structure. Okay, I gotta tell you, okay, because they would have been like, oh my god, you know, that, that's a lot of thought into this. And so sometimes <laughs> I would get some, you know. But payments that were, you know, ten dollars, twenty, you know, something. And then some other times I would get like six cents. Yes. And I would get like six cents by mail. Yes. Which meant the stay up that cost more than the than the money. Well, I, I think I did it through I think I did it through Quicken checks or something too, though. I, I wouldn't No, I remember no no no. You were sending for something. No, 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 no. At some point you were sending paper written che- No, no, no. Okay. You were yeah. writing I, I ev- checks. I eventually transitioned to like Yes, Quicken you eventually and... moved to that. But but no, okay. no, I, I'm talking all the time. I was getting I I was gotten handwritten checks <laughs> by Sam for infinitely tiny amounts of money. Okay. Well, under this, you know, the postage value, yes. But but Sam, unless Sam caught up and paid me, so you know, I give credit. He was very, you know, hey, may, may have taken. Yeah, eventually, like situation got under control, and the checks got bigger, and it got paid off. 
Yeah. Yes. yes. And, and by the way, I was doing the same thing to like half a dozen other people, like my parents. Yeah, I know. My grandmother. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah whatever. Yeah. I, I was, uh, but but you know, I was on that list. Eventually, I, I my kidding. grandmother was like, "For the love of God, stop!" Like, <laughs> I forgive everything you owe me for the love of God. Stop sending me checks. Hey, hey, I, I do admire the sense of, 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 of responsibility. I am one that is like that as well, that I'm like, you know, I, mean, I, I had gotten somebody in an investment one time. That I promised that they would get the money back by a certain period of time. And the investment hadn't matured in time, but I was like, you know, I, this is a long time ago. It was, it was about forty, fifty thousand dollars. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, that, that that were due, and I I went and I I think I only owed Yvonne like a few hundred. It, it was a few but, hundred. No, this was the time. It was like forty. <laughs> this was about forty thousand to forty, fifty thousand dollars. But I figured out a way. I'm fronting him the money. I, I listen. I made this commitment. It, it is supposed to be invested, but I but I said that we would be out by a certain amount of time. And I fronted him the money. Then eventually I got the money because we fi- we, we we were able to to sell what it was. You know, I got the money back. But I, I but I but I, I'm just like, you know, I, with people and money, you know, I, I want to make sure that I, I I meet my those responsibilities. I will say that when it came to more corporate stuff. Look, I had to put our our family company into bankruptcy. Look, I mean, there were vendors over there that were on uh, that were unsecured creditors. I'm like, I'm like, okay, with big bank or whatever. I'm like, look, didn't have the money. Bankruptcy's there for. There's a corporate bankruptcy. I'm like, look, money isn't there. Sorry, you know, that's that's the way the cookie crumbles. I mean, you know, I'm sure that if they have. If, had a way of getting it, they, they they would have gotten it. But yeah. So anyway, if you guys haven't figured it out, I mean, if there's anybody new here, like anybody who's been listening for a while knows exactly how this works. We're doing our lighter but first thing. I guess Yvonne just did his, and I'm I'll do one in a second, and then we'll take a break, and then we'll be doing more serious newsy stuff for the rest of the show. So that's the idea. Is that did, did you have anything else, or shall I, you know, do my next movie? Oh, no, you need to get it to do the next movie. Okay. So the next movie on my list, and, you know, we got way, 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 way behind because of the strikes, but... Strikes? 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 Like, what, the Hootie strikes? Let's talk about that. Strikes. The, the writers and the actors and all that? Yeah. Oh, they're... Oh, so did we... We, we suspend... My memory is, is not working. Did, did we suspend... Your your memory is shot. Yeah. We didn't do any movies or TV shows or anything for the length of the strikes. I have to completely admit I had no idea that we did that. We 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 discussed it. We talked about it on the show. We you slipped up and gave one movie review in the middle of the strike, but that's it. I I I I I I um I, I mean my, my This I, must I, mean, Ivan. I'm not eligible you, to run for president either. You clearly should not be president. No, as I have no recollection. Seriously, I'm not making this up. I have no recollection of of this whatsoever. <laughs> and we'll talk about that president thing later, probably. Um, anyway, no, June 30th, 2023, I, I watched the 1993 movie, Robin Hood Men in Tights. What? Robin Hood Men in Tights? 
Yes. Robin Hood Men in Tights. I did watch that, I believe. Maybe. Well, so you're, you're not sure. You have also failed to remember this. So this is another indication of your lack of mental ability. Yeah, my, my, my mind is fried. Anyway, I, I will get right to the point. I hated it. Thumbs down. Completely. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. This is just, it's, it's a Mel Brooks comedy. And I have come to realize over time, I just do not appreciate Mel Brooks style comedy. You know? I don't think his comedy has aged well. Many of them didn't. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, you know, but I don't think I particularly liked it back then either. But I know a lot of people did. But it's just, and, and, you know, I haven't watched a lot of his movies, but my basic take is I don't remember liking them. <laughs> the few that I've seen. And certainly when I was watching this, I felt like it, every minute was painful. I was like, that is just so not funny. I, I have to say that I, I, I will admit that I, I think now this, I, I, now that you, you remind me of this i realize i don't think i watched Roman hood men in tights because right. i am on your camp there are, i might find some scenes in 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 mel brooks comedies funny and some portions of it but not an entire movie for the most part i think about the only one that i kind of like enjoyed was space balls you know look Spaceball, Spaceballs, just, just to put this out there, I have seen Spaceballs once and only once. I was a teenager, uh -huh. and I saw it with my dad and stepmom. And, you know, I was an early teenager, too. And it, it, uh -huh. if you know the Mel Brooks stuff, including Spaceballs, there's a lot of raunchy humor. Yes, there is. So my complete memory of this is, oh, my God, I'm sitting with my parents. This is awful. <laughs> You know, and, and I and I also like I didn't appreciate the comedy anyway, but the fact that they were like, you know, joking about sex and and you know all this kind of stuff at the same time, and I was you know a, a young teenager with my parents, I just felt incredibly uncomfortable through the whole thing, and I felt like every joke was incredibly stupid. And I think I had suggested the movie because it was a star Wars parody. And I liked right. Star right. Wars. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and yeah. so I feel like, I don't know if I verbalized it, but to this day, I feel like I needed to like desperately apologize for taking to them to this thing. I felt horrible about it, you know? And so I guess if it's not on my damn list, it, uh, it is now again to see it again. But I know I hated it then and I know I'll hate it now. And the thing is, you know, th this is part of it, too. I think this type of humor is actually a lot of it is aimed at like teenagers. You know, at least it f feels late teenagers, probably not early teenagers <laughs> like I was. I don't know. Well, I think it's a certain type of comedy. I I'm not going to say that it's an age group. Because I know uh, there were a lot of older people that really liked, liked uh, it Mel too. Brooks comedy. Yeah, but but it's just it, look, there are certain comedy. It's like you know Dave Chappelle, for example. Mm -hmm. Man, I never found him funny. I, 
I, I mean, all these people, I remember somebody gave me some DVDs. E- even back even before DVDs. he got canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way back. And like, <laughs> gave me some DVDs and stuff. Oh, he's hilarious. Whatever. And I, and I was like, watch this. And I'm like, bullshit's not funny to me. You know, so I, I would, you know, I, so I, I just think that some people found us funny, but it's just not you and me. Yeah, I guess so. I'm l- looking at the Wikipedia page. It got mixed reviews from credit from critics, but it was a boss box office success. Um, yeah. If it's not obvious from the title, by the way, it's of course a parody of the Robin Hood story. It's like the Robin Hood well, story but, plus but at all the kinds time, of stupid also, jokes. What are the reasons it came out? There was another Robin Hood movie. Right. It was a Kevin Costner. Right. There was a Kevin Costner movie, and I think that this was Prince of Thieves, and I think this was like more directly taken. You know, making fun of that movie specifically. Well, the, the, well, there are two things. Like, it, it was it was directly making fun of earlier Robin Hood movies because they were already out. But they knew while they were making it, yeah, that the Kevin Costner movie would come out at the same time. They were, well, no, 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 not at the same time. I've just looked this up. Oh, okay, Re- Pits of Thieves came out two years before. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Two years. That's why I was pretty sure they were like aiming at that with that one. Yeah, you know, more than anything. There were lots of references. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So so yeah, it was 91, and this one came out two years later. So to me, I always thought I always saw it as as just making fun of the other you know, movie. Prince of Thieves. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, and and even Rotten Tomatoes, look, it's not rated that well. 42% Rotten Tomatoes. Not not a good, not not that, not that high. Yeah. So, you know, I, mean, I just, <laughs> holy shit, Dave Chappelle was in this movie. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. I just realized this. Huh. Okay. That must be why you hated it. No, you, you said you're not even sure you've seen it. Well, I, I, I don't, I don't think, I, I, I'm pretty sure I did not watch it. You know, th- this is also the kind, I'm pretty sure this is the first time I watched the movie, but you know, I'd seen little clips from it and stuff over the years. I mean, you can't avoid that kind of stuff, I guess, but Spaceballs had a higher rating, definitely like a 57. And I, and I'm pretty sure that I, if I've on Robin Hood, men in tights, I may have seen a few minutes of it just because back then with a linear TV, yeah, probably yeah. flipped through one of the movie channels and some of it was on. But I never just I never sat and watched a movie. I'm 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 sure. If I was flipping through channels and this came on, I don't think I would have made it more than a minute or two maximum, maybe even 30 seconds before I would be like, this is horrible. I'm flipping the channel. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, I'm done. This is bullshit. Whatever. I mean, because it came up on my list, I watched the whole thing, you know, but I was, I was regretting the fact that this stupid thing came up like the whole damn time. I just, so complete thumbs down on this one for me, I guess like, Hey, if you're a Mel Brooks fan and you love his type of humor, I mean, more power to you, I guess, watch as much as you want, but uh, it it is just not for me, not for me at all. Okay, so so two thumbs down. Two thumbs down. And I have not watched Spaceballs since I was a teenager, as far as I'm aware, but thumbs down for that, too. There you go. And I'll put it 
I'll put it on my list and maybe I'll watch it again and get a fresh opinion, but I can't imagine that I will like it more than I did when I was 13. I, I don't think that's aged well at all. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay. Then let us take a break. And when we'll come back, Yvonne and I will alternate on more serious thingies, thingy, thingy doodles. Thingies. Here we go. Alex and the West. Dot com. Bang Alex and Dad. Gaming videos and more from Alex. Elementary school fight day. YouTube by night. AlexMZilla.com. AlexMZilla is A L E X M X E L A. And dot com is period and then C O M. And here we are, and Yvonne, it is your turn to pick the first more serious newsy topic. I'm going to be very, very, very extremely serious. Oh, yeah, like you were last week. I, I, I'm i so, so, so very, 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 very serious. Oh, you know, I, I just, I just want to say this before you pick your serious topic. Okay. Last week, you know, I edited the show in such a way that hopefully you guys couldn't tell, but But Yvonne (laughs) was in a hotel in Indiana on, on his freaking cell phone with what supposedly was a 5g signal. Supposedly five was 5g. And it kept cutting out over and over and over again. I ended up with 11 separate bits of Yvonne the shortest of which were just a couple minutes and the longest of which were maybe 20 minutes. And I, you know, usually like we do this recording and I end up with one big clip of Yvonne and one big clip of me and I edit it together, but no, Yvonne kept dropping out and I'd be talking or he'd be talking, he'd be talking. And all of a sudden what I would hear is like Yvonne in a robot voice for a few minutes and then he would disappear. The robot voice sounds cool. Can I just say that? I, I got, I got, I got Sam at some point. It happened in most of the time. The robot voice was the other way. It was him listening to me as a robot. Yeah. But then it happened the other way. And I have to admit that I was just laughing. Just, just, I couldn't. And it was like, and then it was like a (laughs) robot. And then it was like a slow, like, like a half, a half speed, quarter speed robot talking. Okay. It was just, I mean, I, I mean, I was, I was howling. I just couldn't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was just a pain because not just like I had to edit it together later, but actually recording it is like, we'd be talking and all of a sudden this, it would go nuts and then he'd drop completely and then we'd have to get him back. And then we'd have to figure out what we were talking about. And, you know, sometimes it was, like I said, like if, if, if we did like a good 20, 30 minute stretch, okay, fine, whatever. But when it was like 90 seconds and then And then it was like near the end, it kept, I mean, and I was, listen, I was staying totally still. I was like, okay, let me just make sure that I'm not moving the phone. I'm not doing anything. Let me just, just stay still. It didn't matter. It it started cutting out every, we we couldn't get through anything. Finally, it was just like, okay, that's it. So the, the, the takeaway of this is 
5G in Indiana apparently sucks, at least wherever the hell you were. Fort Wayne, Indiana. And and next time, like, I don't know, get on the hotel Wi-Fi or something, because that sucked. <laughs> no, no, no. I tried the hotel Wi-Fi as well. That was worse. That was worse. <laughs> um, you know, so, yeah, no, Jeez. no, that didn't. Uh, the hotel was very nice, but the Wi-Fi was terrible. Uh, it, you know, just the whole connectivity was terrible. Uh, but, 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 you know, uh, yeah, so, anyway. so, okay. So, okay. Pick your real topic. Pick your, we're not going to count that as a, t- that, that, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Go, go. Okay. So we're not going to count that as a topic. Okay. So I, I'm going to go into some other light and frothy direction. Oh, really? More light and frothy. Okay. Yeah. More light and frothy direction because what the hell? I mean, it's just the, the school shooter mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes that's so light and frothy i mean it's just hilarious no 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 oh, no yeah. <laughs> no um, oh, okay um i was gonna say elon loses 50 billion but i'm like okay i'm, I'm even I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna stop myself from just making that although that is but no more light and frothy okay so vision pro launched okay Oh, yes, yes. Vision Pro launched. And I think, look, I, I will admit from my end, I was thinking it was going to be eh, whatever launched. You know, because I'd seen the demos and whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. It's pretty cool. Now you want one. Wait, wait. Ju- you're jumping, jumping the gun here. Now jumping the gun. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the fanaticism with which a lot of people have been using it, just like, whoa, I was not expecting this. Where people are on the internet, well, there was a guy, I don't know if you saw, that was driving while wearing it that apparently got arrested. That guy admitted 24 hours later it was a skit he put on with he and, he, he and his friends. He didn't actually drive more than about 20 feet in a parking lot. Okay, well, it looked like it was on a highway, but but there but there yeah, yeah, he 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 set up the whole thing. It was it was a it was intentionally done as a joke to get a, internet attention. But I've seen other people like but, but I'm sorry, but I've seen other people like post them, themselves doing that. I've se- I I I, com- I completely believe you. That particular one where the guy was driving and then got pulled over the, by the cop, blah blah blah. That that was a fake. But I completely believe that real people are doing this as well. And and then I I've seen I'll tell you what one one person that uh, look look she's a renowned Apple fan you know I Justine was showing herself doing yep. a whole bunch of crazy shit with with them she went into a pool with it okay uh, I saw that she and and she was showing they are not waterproof and she explained that they're not waterproof okay all right she went into a pool she was doing all this other stuff. I saw people like they were showing a, a video of two people sitting together at a, at a at a restaurant, actually eating while both of them were wearing their Vision Pro. I I, I just think the the one by by the way, there I've also seen people drop test them, and the result is don't drop it; it just smashes. Go ahead. <laughs> oh God! So okay, so that's that's okay. Good to, good to know. Quite an expensive. <clears throat> Jesus Christ, that's that's an expensive test, but. I've just been seeing how, I mean, people have been using them in all sorts of different ways that, and I think this was the whole point by Apple's for people to f- get this, to figure out how the fuck to exploit this. Okay. And the excitement has been a lot more than I ever expected from this first gen device. 
this is the history of the watch too. If you remember like the way they marketed the gen one verse version of the Apple watch was very much sort of like, Oh, it's a watch. It's a fashion statement, whatever. And then they discovered that what people, and you know, they, they, they also talked a lot about the messaging components on it. Right, right, right. And then what people actually used them for was health and exercise tracking. Right. So they pivoted in the future versions to really emphasize that as the primary focus of the device. Yeah, it does the other stuff too. It does lots of stuff, but the primary focus became the health and exercise part of things. I saw some really cool shit that some people were showing. Like, for example, I mean, one thing that I hadn't even thought of, like, for example, say you're on a flight. Okay, instead of like looking at your phone or whatever to fucking put on the goggles and I'm like, you've got a fucking movie theater that you're looking at in the fucking flight. Yep. Okay, for example, just all sorts of things like that, that I I guess I hadn't like, uh, you know, as a space for work. I mean, I I just I I guess I was taken aback by the excitement Mm. that people had and the uses that I guess I hadn't really thought of. Right. Okay. And I'm not talking about the dumb uses. I'm just talking about, you know, you're, you're not going to drive using it. No, I'm not. No, no, no. You know, one of the things, like I said, I I saw that I I, look, even if I wanted one, like right now, Mm -hmm. if you wear glasses, like I do, you need to get some special attachment thing. It's not, it's difficult. You have to get prescription lenses with it. I did see one person report on using it with their glasses on and they said it's not ideal, but it kind of works. But I presume that depends on the kind of frames you have and it's probably less comfortable than otherwise, et cetera, et cetera. They have a whole system set up so you can buy prescription lenses for it. But of course that adds to the cost more. Of course. I've I've seen a lot of people in, in the reviews basically say, this is incredible, awesome stuff, but it's also clearly a Gen 1 product. There are lots of issues with it, but it shows so much promise for what Gen 2 or 3. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I mean, my thought is, holy shit. I mean, if this is what you could do with Gen 1, just wait until you get this hardware down to size. You get you know the battery life extended and you get all of this shit down. I'm like, holy shit. Get rid of the external battery. Get rid of the external battery, that kind of stuff. Look, I listen, if you, I will say that if you told me that it's something that I would wear, like I wear my glasses right now that had that, that kind of like information display that I could like choose to turn on and off at will or whatever and whatnot and overlay. I, I'll tell you what that I was looking about, you know, talk about field overlay. I was looking at a guy who was showing the potential for like, fixing a car yes i've saw i saw that video as well you share you shared it on our convention corner slack but i'd seen it before that yeah i shared it on the slack and and, and it was it, it's it, it's such a cool video where the guy is like you know he's not having to go and pull this manual and whatever right now he's like right there making the repair he could put exactly what he needs to look at right there in front of him so he can work i mean it's it's fucking brilliant Okay. I was like, holy shit. Part of this too is like when, when you're talking about having sort of windows for apps or windows for your computer or whatever, you can place them in a location and then walk around your house and they're still where, and it stays at that. Exactly. I mean, and you can move them when you want to, of course, also, but they stay. So like I could have like a big, huge screen 
up above my right re- my regular workspace and you know it just stays there right. while i i walk and i go do something else there parts part of the demos had like i was saw people in the kitchen like uh, you know showing like yeah. how they were doing stuff in the kitchen and they could put video right there while they're working on it whatever in the kitchen and whatnot stuff like that yeah 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 right and it stays anchored in place yes. so that it, it doesn't feel weird like a window that sort of moves around when you move no around. no no it stays in that um, place yes and and one of the things that people have compared it to is some of the the cheaper tech that exists like the the Oculus. Whatever they're calling the Oculus now. It's the Meta Vision. Meta. Whatever. I'm, I just made that. Whatever, I just whatever. made up that name. I have no idea, but I'm thinking. It's not. Uh, what, what is it? It's Quest. The Meta Quest. Yeah, Used well, to I, was, I was close. Quest. Meta Vision. Meta Quest. Yeah. Whatever. You know, if they had to pick something, they could. They should have called it the Meta Oculus instead, because the Oculus was the name that right, I associated I with it anyway. But, but, you know, but, hey, whatever. why why, why, like, why leverage a good brand name when you can make one up that nobody will remember? That's right. Yes. Well, it was the Oculus Quest. I know. Just kept the Quest part of it and dumped the Oculus instead of the but other way around. Nobody remembered the but... Quest part. Yeah, I know. Because uh, it was, people just called them Oculus. Anyway, whatever. But they there are apps to do the same sort of thing, but the tracking's not as good. So, like the the window doesn't stay in place quite the same way. It jiggles and moves a little bit, and it gets misaligned from where you were after you've used it a while. Apparently, that's a lot of the stuff that they spent a lot of money make, making sure you know that stuff's rock solid you know, and things stay where you put them essentially. And so, yeah, you can have a whole bunch of things up and you put them where it makes sense based on what it is. Like you said, if you're in the kitchen, you can put like a recipe app right next to the stove. Meanwhile, there's a big screen movie thing in the living room by wherever you're going to be sitting. And, you know, in your home office, there's something you've got set up for work, you know, and, you know, and these things just remember the, where they were and they stay now. Yeah, it, it it looks really cool. I I you know, I like you said. Well, like you implied, I'm going to say it explicitly now. Like to me, like there's no way in hell this is ever going to be in my budget at 3500 for the Gen One product. I'm not buying the Gen One product. No, but you know, if they reduce. reduce the weight, increase the battery life, make a few other improvements and drop the price a bit. You know, it's looking tempting there. There, there's no way that this thing is not tempting in the gen two or gen three version. And like, it's intended to be, you know, now, this is another one of those things where, where people talk for years, like, will the iPad replace your laptop? You know, and so people could be talking about, will this thing replace your computer? I'm thinking probably not, but this plus a computer seems like a really awesome combination that you would want to use in certain certain situations. And people have also pointed out, by the way, like the one thing it actually is not good at right now is the mainstay of all the cheaper things, which is just VR games. Yeah. You know, there's apparently an incredibly limited selection. And I think this is in part intentional because they want to like distinguish themselves. This is not a toy. This is not a gaming system. This is something to actually integrate into the other parts of your life. And I'm sure games will come, but just like everything else Apple does. I mean, Apple is not Apple is, has been known for decades now as if you're a gamer, Apple's not for you. 
Like, yes, there are games on Apple, but like, if you're a gamer, you're not doing it on a Mac, yep. you know, and, or, or, or iPads or phones from that matter. That's not to say there aren't tons of games on iPads and phones, but they're the more the casual kind, right? you know? So yeah, anyway, yeah, it, it, it looks pretty cool. Like I've, I've liked a lot of the demos and it, it's, it's been very interesting to see it sort of freed from the sort of Apple walled garden. Cause before this last week they had, all, you know, only very controlled demos to a very select group of people. Now it's out in the wild and, you know, regular people are just using it however they want to use it. And we're seeing all kinds of stuff about it. So we'll see. It'll also be interesting to see how it ages. Like, you know, there's a novelty factor when it's brand new. I would love to, to check back in with these same people in like six months and see how much they're still using it on a day-to-day basis versus, yeah, okay, it was cool for a few weeks and now I've, and, you know, I haven't really used it much, you know? Well, I mean, I, I, I have to say that that is an important, a very important thing because I, I, I've seen people, for example, that I know that bought Meta Quest, whatever the fuck it's called, thing. And yeah. basically it's just sitting around not being used. And I, you know, I, I mean, I'm like, I know in my, my, my nephew, they, they, they had gotten one at their, at their house and I tried it. I remember when they came out, I've never seen him play on it again. Um, my, we, we have a quest two. A- Alex has a quest two and we got a quest three for, for my wife for Christmas actually. And uh, yeah, he's okay. He He's making noise right now. Cause he's showing, he's got it in his hands right now because, because what, what's wrong with it? Yeah. Yeah. He's got the quest. You've got the quest. Anyway, he he is still my point. Yeah, it's not. What? Yeah, it's on. Is it broken? <laughs> what What are you trying to get across to me? The lights on. I was going to tell the story about your usage. I I don't. He's he's like sort of shoving it in my direction. And okay, well we don't need it shoved. Thank you. Anyway, so continuing with the story though. Usage of it has gone in spurts. And this is, I think the same thing will happen to my wife and hers, where when it was brand new, it got used a lot. And then it got put on a shelf and not used for a long time. And then it was like, oh, let's try this out again. And then it was used again for a while. And then there was a period without it. And now that now this kid, he's writing his own games for the damn thing now. Like he's, he's been working on that the last week or two. He had initially done that a few months ago and then he took a break and now he's doing it again. He had, he had me play it a couple days ago. Like he built, built this whole virtual environment. It's a dark hallway and you can pick up stuff and he he's, he's working on it. Like it feels like a horror game he's working on. So anyway, yeah, so it comes and goes. I think it's the kind of thing that you don't build a habit and use it like every day for months and months and months and years. It's the kind of thing that's like you have fun with for, you know, a few days or a few weeks, and then you put it away for a few months and then it'll be fun again the next time you pick it up, you know? Well, but I I think that this happens. I I will say that what you, you just mentioned happens to me with a lot of times with the console games. Um, mm, you know, right. like the PlayStation and, and so forth. I'll go back to my Atari days and go, go back, whatever. I remember that I would play in like long spurts and then, ah, 
I'm bored. Okay, I stopped. And then, oh, look, some new game ca- came out. Something happened. I'll, I, I used it again, and then, nah, forgot about it. And it's the same here with, with our PlayStation. I mean, sometimes it goes months unused, and then all of a sudden, you know, we're playing it for weeks and weeks, and then uh, then we don't play it again for months and months. Right. And I think it's typical for that kind of thing. And I think that's part of what Apple's trying to do different. They're not trying to make, you know, a thing you use for games and play in spurts and go months without. They're trying to build something that becomes part of a daily habit that you use all the time for your routine stuff. Now, whether they end up succeeding in that or not, I think is yet to be seen. But I think it's closer than the stuff we've seen before because it's like the second you turn it on, it's in a, especially like it's it's also an ecosystem play like everything Apple does. Right. As soon as you turn it on, it's hooked up to your email, your messages, your music, your you know videos you've bought. All, all, all of that kind of stuff is like, boom, there the second you turn it on. Nope. Oh, wow. OK, so. All right. So that's it. Apple Vision pro thing okay your turn (laughs) okay let's see where we'll go uh let's let's save all the politics stuff for the next segment what's something non-politics to talk about for the rest of this segment frothy (laughs) juicy fluffy juicy iran yeah no that's not it no no not not uh how about you know, you'd mentioned Elon. There's also like economy stuff. Let, let's let's do that kind of stuff. For okay. Now. Like, okay. Uh, uh, so for, first of all, well, let's start with Elon, and then we'll go to like jobs numbers and how the economy is doing and all that kind of stuff. Because it's been months since we've talked about that, and things seem to be going well still. But let's start with Elon. Yep. What happened? I mean, Elon went. He had been sued. I think, well, to be clear, I think Tesla was sued, to be precise, for the for the mm-hmm. massive pay package. By, by, its sh- by its shareholders. By a shareholder. There was a shareholder loss. There was a shareholder loss. Some, some group of share- <clears throat> shareholders. I mean, there, you know, one of these things. Small there was one shareholder that, that was sued. A law firm took it on a contingency basis, and they sued on, on, on behalf of others that joined on the crazy pay package that he got, $50 billion pay package, which as a percentage of the market cap of any company, it was like that, that, that was unprecedented. I, I don't think that, I think that was the biggest pay package anybody had ever been given. And the one thing about it was what they were challenging was there's supposed to be a series of outside directors and, and such a package is supposed to go through a process of outside review before it gets awarded. And the I, I read a story that the attorney was talking about what the strategy he used against Elon to basically hang himself, okay, in court. Oh, okay. And basically, his, his, the attorney's wife said, when they were doing testimony, he said, listen, I think you got to tell him, you got to let him. Don't make the questions yes and no. Leave them open ended. And he wants to yammer so much he will fucking bury himself. <laughs> and that's pretty much what happened with him in the trial. This was a bench trial 
This is not a jury trial. Mm-hmm. Um, and the evidence was pretty clear that Tesla, uh, there are certain specific rules r- related to outside directors on a board. And that basically Tesla does not have an independent board in any way, shape or form. That there are direct financial relationships between Elon and the board, how he has direct influence on on practically all of them, how none of them qualify for the definition of independent directors, which are required. Going back to, if I remember correctly, Sarbanes-Oxley specifically that specified how many people had to be outside directors in a firm and how basically they just don't meet those fucking requirements at all. And so therefore it was completely self-dealing. And so therefore he awarded himself a fucking pay package that dilute all the other shareholders, you know, just to enrich himself. And basically during the testimony, he just, you know, allowing him to talk, the more he talked, the more it became evident that that was the case. And he basically just wound up hanging himself. You know, you gave him the rope, but he wound up hanging himself. Genius, huh? Yeah. So like, so in the end, like basically they said Elon has to give the money back. It was like, well, he was, it was, I don't think a lot of it had vested. I mean, basically they voided most of, uh, most of the unvested mm, okay. uh, shares. So it's not that, like it, it's not like he has to go take something he now has somewhere else and give it back. It's just no, not but, going but, to get, but, 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 but there, the one thing that I do, that I do know is a certain bank banks had loaned him money based on the value of those shares that had not vet yet vested, but that would vest in the future that he had been awarded. Okay. Okay. I, I probably got lost there. And he something. pledged. He, okay. All right. So I listen, he has yeah. this award. It's not right. yet pledged. He went to the bank. Oh, and got a loan again and it. said, right. Hey, I, yes, I need money. Now, usually you and I can't get, you know, if we get a stock award, you can't go borrow money against those. Okay. All right. However, However, I am pretty sure that if I was a CEO of major company XYZ and I had a stock stock vesting options vesting, you know, worth a hundred million dollars, the bank would look at that and they would say, okay, that's our guarantee on the money. We'll, we'll, we'll loan against that. Okay. Because we know where that money's coming from. Okay. So we'll do that. Okay. But usually you won't get, you know, you know, simpletons like you and me will will get that stuff, and and I'm like, yeah, simpletons. We're not, we're not, yeah, whatever. We're not, we're not that simple. Poppers, poppers like us. Yeah, poppers. Yeah, we're we're not. Yeah, we're not poppers. We're not any of that shit. We're fucking overpaid hacks for the most part. But anyway, you know. So so yeah. So so he got a, a whole bunch of money loaned against that. So right now the problem is, of course, that. He had pledged a lot of these shares in order to borrow money for a whole bunch of things because he has been known to not be a cash rich billionaire mm-hmm. okay he really has the you know he flies everywhere the jets owned by by spacex right you know he stay you know one of the things that they've been talking about self-dealing is that spacex was building a fucking house for him <laughs> for example <laughs> you know he talks about oh i live simply whatever and he's really living on on the dime of the companies that he is either ceo or is part owner and so, so yeah, I mean, one concern is that this, given that he <clears throat> borrowed a lot of money to buy Twitter and that basically he's tanked the value of that. Mm-hmm. And so then you add this basically between those two things, he's wiped out 
about a hundred billion dollars. Beautiful. That's a lot of money, you know, for anybody, including Elon. And there's no way he can get this pay package back. It's not happening. I don't care if he moves a corporation to Mars, like right now. It's not fucking happening. Yeah, he said he was moving moving it from Delaware to Texas because the laws were different. Now that may or may not actually end up happening. Is he appealing this as well? I presume he he doesn't have. I don't. I don't believe he's got. I don't think he's got much of a. He doesn't have grounds to appeal. Now he went to a bench trial. They awarded it. I don't think he's got. He's got anywhere to to turn, and this whole thing with him uh, moving corporation to state to Texas or whatever. By the way, it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't that long ago that a hundred billion was the richest person in the world. Correct. Anyway, yeah, and yeah. he's lost that much. Yes, yes. So, so he, you know, yeah, and 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 yeah, that, that yeah, exactly. So. Moving to Texas isn't going to help any any of this. Look, there is a reason why most corporations are incorporated in Delaware. It is much easier for corporations to handle their business in Delaware than anywhere else. That's why even like any company based in Texas, they go to Delaware. So, I mean, Elon saying that is just so dumb. The, the thing is that what he did is so egregious. And he has no grounds to appeal or anything. Not that I'm aware of. No, and, and the company has been like absolutely silent about it. Tesla has been silent on this. They haven't said anything. Remember, they're a public company. They haven't said a word. Nothing has been released about this ever since, you know, ever since this happened. But, you know. Well, presumably the whole notion of this is if they pull back the stock they were going to give to him, it's better for the rest of the stockholders, right? So has the stock gone up? No, but that's because... (laughs) Well, that's because there's, uh, look, Tesla last year did this thing, which I said was going to hurt. All the Tesla fans were saying, oh, no, no, this is great. Whatever. Cutting prices. We're going to get, we're going to, this is a sign of strength. I I remember you talking about how pissed off everyone was. It's a sign of strength. Okay. And I'm like, are you guys crazy? Nobody that is if you've got people at your door begging to buy your product and you can't sell enough, no one cuts their price when that's happening. Okay. Mm. Only somebody that is struggling to sell cuts prices. And you know, they had increased production by so much in recent times. I mean, Tesla is a big ass car company right now. They, they, you know, five, six years ago, they were tiny. Okay. They were really tiny. You know, less than a hundred thousand cars a year. They're now 2 million car a year company. Okay. So this is, you know, it's 20 times the amount of cars they used to be making. It's not, you know, it's a, it's, it's a ridiculously big ramp that they managed to do. But the one thing that they did, you know, it's being in the car business is extremely capital intensive. Mm -hmm. You got to build factories and things. And then they do it even more capital intensive because they don't have dealers. So they're not putting inventory. The moment it's built, it's not being held by somebody else. They got to hold it on their fucking books when it's not selling. And so when it's not selling and they need to build more factories, they need to build new models. They need to do this, this, this. Well, 
it's it's you know it's difficult now look they 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 are selling two million cars but the reality is that all those price cuts didn't translate into some magical market share increase and zooming profits what they did was they cut into margins they cut into margins big time they have their automotive margins right now are half what they used to be and they've been losing market share okay uh, even with that because there's so many competitors in the in the space and they pro- and they probably lost a few people just cuz of Elon too now that everyone realizes he's a dick well yeah i mean you know that didn't help it can't help it can't help no no it's not helping when you're a fucking company like that 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 is a a consumer product the last thing you want to do is alienate your fucking customers and you know he's done a great job of being an ass you know to everybody you know in public you know look i'm very used to ceos from when i joined silicon valley tech culture which were usually even brash meant maybe you cursed sometimes <laughs> okay but they sure as hell wouldn't be saying shit in public that would alienate big customer segments and would make the stock swing back and forth like crazy. Okay. And Elon Musk does that on a regular basis. And right now their stock is suffering for this. Okay. It's, it's suffering big time due to this. Yeah. They're, you know, they're, I mean, because like, like it's the one thing that you just said, which is, which is just so accurate that, Shit, when you all of a sudden remove that much dilution, the stock, shouldn't the price be going up? <laughs> and shit, if you think about the fact that you went and you took $50 billion, okay, in market cap, which was basically, man, you should have had like almost a 10% pop in the stock price. You should have had a 10% pop because it was 10% of the current market cap of the company. And instead, in that space, the stock has gone down, what, about 15%. Wow. And that's with, that's with, I mean, think about it. If it wasn't because of that, then it would have been down 25%. So before we move on to the economy more generally, let me ask a perhaps dumb question. Part of part of the you know when you have something like this, okay, you, they they did self dealing. They're going to claw back the money, or in this case, like cancel the stuff that well, they just canceled yet. the grant, but, right? Yeah. I mean, presumably he got at least some of it that he'll have to give back. I don't know already. I don't know. I mean, sometimes in some of these, I think it was very future. It was all uh, future. It, it was, okay, it was, it was very backloaded. Yeah, but the point is, they determined that they did something wrong. Yeah. Is there anything that is going to stop Elon from c- doing it again? Like, because he is it going to deter him? He doesn't seem to ever be deterred by this kind of shit. Well, look, I don't think if he was going to do that, I think, let me see, what is um, 
Maybe he'd try to be a bit more covert about it, space it out over more time. Well, how do, how a do little you covert bit of... about a stock award? Basically, listen, he wants like right now. <laughs> his how are you covert about when you? He actually, yeah, covert. Sam, he went flat out and said, "Hey, I want the stockholders to dilute themselves to give me twenty five percent of the company." Well, like like you said, he did this spaced out over a long period of time. Maybe he could just do it like six months at a time or one year, but, not but, declare but, but the Sam, plans for the next 10 years. But Sam, how the hell do you get spaced out over time? I now, don't know. I'm making up. 25 fucking percent of the shares when he's all holding about less, a little less than half of that. Okay. Like right now. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the fuck? Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. That my my point is just not that specific thing, but Elon Musk has a history of like flaunting the SEC, the flaunting the rules wherever he is, whatever he's involved in, basically acting like the laws don't apply to him. And you know, is there any signs of a change to that? Listen. That compensation package has to go to a shareholder. Listen, this isn't just, hey, we we went and we just did it and yay. No, they had to file this with their annual proxy statement, okay? And it had to be voted by the shareholders and approved. And so if he wants to do it, it's not like he can do it in hiding. He has to go through that process. He has to go through that process again. I'm talking more generally. Like, remember, he kept like tweeting stuff, and he got like slapped on the wrist for uh, slapped on the wrist for like, hey, don't tweet stuff that's going to move the stock price without anything behind it. You know, for for all kinds of different ventures, he's been on. He, my point is not any specific one thing. It's that Elon has a tendency to flout the rules. I, I just think, oh, I, I mean, no, no, he, no, 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 he has been flouting the rules, but I just think that. Look, it's going to be extremely difficult for him to get such a grant. So let me, I, I'm pulling up the last proxy for, for Tesla where, you know, yeah, the option expiration date that he had was January 19th, 2028. Okay. He had 278 million um, yeah. uh, 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 of underlying securities options exercisable. However, how many were, you know, were, were available for him to exercise by reading this right number of securities underlying unexercised options unexercisable well actually 278 million they said they were exercisable but i i guess i'm looking at this they yeah because that was the 2018 grant but i'm gonna guess that because of the legal action he wasn't able to exercise them one twelfth of the total number of shares subject to the option become vested and exercisable each time Okay, so it's one twelfth of the total number of shares. Our market cap initially reached a hundred billion, ah, and then fifty billion for each tranche thereafter. One of sixteen specified operational milestones relating to total revenue or just at EBITDA. So there were like certain metrics. So even though they might be exercisable, they weren't unless they they, they needed to meet these metrics according to this grant. And so they, I, I just don't think that either. They weren't extra. They he couldn't sell them at the, at the time, or he could convert. Them, or you know, if there was legal action related to that, probably put a hold on him being able to exercise it if they were going to trial over the package. This is the trial was accepted, so 
but he wasn't, you know, he wasn't able to, to, to exercise them. And it says over here, you know, yeah, because it, it listed 278 million as exercisable from that March 21st, 2018 grant. So anyway, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. So there were, you know, and th- this is again, me quizzing you. Cause of course this is more your area than mine, but like, from what I understand, we've had yet more surprisingly good economic numbers, better than people expected there to be. And, you know, and even people like Kudlow are being like, hey, that 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 recession I thought was coming looks like it's not. So, like, what's going on? I think that, well, the in you. You had over the last couple of years, one big change in terms of how we have been trying to stimulate the economy from when Joe Biden was elected. Okay. Uh huh. Specifically to the infrastructure and the inflation reduction act. Okay. Bills that were passed. Okay. You've had an era of. Corporate profits that have continued to rise, employees that have been more empowered in terms of wages, and you've had an economy that instead of having rich people get tax breaks that just allow them to either hold more money in their bank and it just, you know, buy maybe another yacht or something. <laughs> I mean, so gonna be wrong. I, I do want to buy a, a small one. Okay, a very cheap one. Okay, but 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 okay. I digress. Didn't didn't you eventually decide your last one was a mistake and like a, a money pit? Are you crazy? No, I fucking my wife was basically told me I'm like, where the hell are we getting another one? No, you're out of your mind. Uh, okay, okay. And it wasn't a mistake. Actually, that one was the most profitable one I ever bought. I we sold it for like five times the price that we bought it for. So no. Okay, okay, okay. Now let me let me not just. Dis- let me not distract you. Continue with your an eco an eco friendly one. By the way, I got I got my I got my my wife's uncle that has his sailboat with, with solar power on it and shit. I got a oh I thought you were gonna get one powered by mouse poop or something. I'm gonna no biodiesel. Biodiesel. Okay. Okay. So there you continue. Go. continue. Okay. Um, diesel is still diesel. Go ahead. It's no, it's not biodiesel. Is it's plant stuff. It's not anyway. Never mind. It's still it's still burning carbon. Go ahead. Continue. No. That that missions from bio go, go look up biodiesel. You get, go 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 check it out. Anyway. Uh, it lasts but not zero. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, much less. Continue. Anyway. Doesn't matter. Anyway, the Inflation Reduction Act. I don't think the the amount of investment that is going on in terms of factory capacity, chip making, a whole bunch of things. People have been stunned by. How many projects are going on right now across the U.S. related to? And, and they're kicking in pretty fast, like because you know we've talked before about how oftentimes. Well, it's been a couple of years. It, it has been a couple of years, but like very often, like right now they're in the construction phase. Right now they're in like you know the development phase. Right now they're in the part where, man, you know because this, money starts to get actually spent. Y- yeah, and 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 it's and and it's. And it's creating jobs. It's creating a lot of jobs. And now, 
you know, people are saying, well, you hear all these layoff announcements. Here's, I'm going to tell you that this week it finally clicked to me what the hell is going on with this. Okay. All right. Because you look at the jobs numbers, they look good. Okay. You know, new unemployment claims still low. Job creation is still pretty decent. But, oh my God, somebody announced that they're cutting jobs here and jobs there. Look, back when I joined corporate America in the 90s, and I remember that one of the things that pissed me off about a lot of major companies in the 80s and the 90s was that at, and a layoff announcement was always a stock popper. Okay? Okay. It doesn't matter whether you need a lay- layoffs, but Wall Street loves layoff announcements. <laughs> awesome. It, it's just... Uh, 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 what did you just say, Yvonne? Oh, fuck me! Five, damn it. Bleep me out on that one. No. <laughs> it's just stupid, okay? All right? Yes. You're going to bleep that one out. No, 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 no. Okay. It's it's idiotic, okay? Because they're, they are... They, they love the damn stock pop from a damn layoff. I mean, they hear layoffs and they're like, oh yeah, the company is giving me, you know, working for my stock. And usually you do get a short-term pop. They usually a lot of times come back down. But but yeah, they love to hear how companies are are, are firing people. Mm. And and it's just a it's just a quick way for a CEO or for an executive, I've always said, that has no idea how the f- fuck to improve his operation. Well, hey, I'll just get rid of 10,000 employees and Wall Street's going to say, hey, look, he's doing his job. And I think that's a lot of what's going on. We are back at that era because for a while, companies had been reticent to do that because... But now, but now at the same time, Yvonne, like you're, you're talking about all the layoffs and stuff, but don't we have like record good unemployment numbers and all that kind of stuff? Right. That, 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 that's what I'm saying. It's more smoke and mirrors. It's just this thing in order for companies to show, Hey, look how we're doing. We are in charge of the employee. We tell them to go back to the office and they're all sitting there. Bullshit. Because. You know, like right now, listen, this week, by the way, yeah. the main thing going through Wall Street has been what I've been saying for, I've been pounding the table about corporate real estate, corporate real estate and banks having to take it on the chin to write off massive losses in commercial real estate for people that just aren't going back to the damn office, period. Okay. It's just not happening. Okay. it, it I mean, it's not happening back to where it was. Right. I, I will say the cities where I've seen that it's they're they had, they were showing suburban cities are having a much rougher go than, say, a New York City. Hmm. New York City has had a much higher percent of people returning to the office. And, you know, you're wondering, well, why the hell is that? Well, look, you got to remember. Well, because you, you hop on the hub. Yeah, hubway. You you hop on, on the, the hub, th- on the hub up, up. Yeah, yeah, you you hop on the subway, you get back to your office. It's the commute is not the same as someone who has to drive in from like miles away. But 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 on top of that, on top of that, people live in a lot smaller places. Yeah, that too. They yeah. don't have you know the comfort of you know they, they those places aren't made 
that much to be working from home. It gets really you don't you don't you don't have the extra room you can dedicate as a home office and all that. Kind no, of they don't have that. Okay, rents in New York right now are still they are still the highest in the nation. Okay, number one. I was seeing that the median rent in New York for an apartment right now is forty two hundred dollars a month still. At $4,200 a month, and they have not, those places have not gotten bigger. Right. You know, shit, you're, listen, man, you're going to go to the fucking office. You can't be there. And, and the great thing is that New York is a city that allows people to be able to move around with much, much greater ease than many others. Yeah. And so, so that's what you're saying. But, but in, man, in places where the commute is long, and people were going into the city. I mean, people are like, get the hell out of here. I'm not freaking driving. I'm not doing this three-hour commute again. You know? Oh, oh, believe me, I know. <laughs> and, you know, they're just, and, and they are pounding the table and saying, they all have to be here, blah, blah, blah. And still it doesn't matter. A lot of them are like, okay, fine. So, so wait, let, let, let me... Is what you're implying that a whole bunch of numbers look good right now, but we're due for a crash when all of this comes due? No, I don't think so. Because the thing is that the exposure on commercial real estate still isn't that big. I mean, there is that that is the weakness there you've got in commercial real estate. But but the thing is that it's what I'm talking about, about the Inflation Reduction Act and how positive it's been around communities, around construction, how there is just this boom in manufacturing, how, by the way, you know. This recently, Mexico surpassed China as the number one U.S. trading partner. Mm-hmm. I saw that. I saw that headline. I did not read the article, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and look, a lot of Chinese companies, by the way, have been driving that because they have been deciding, well, fuck this. We're going to move the operations in China. We'll put Mexico. I mean, you know, that's a friendlier place for us to do business. So what the hell? And and there's been a lot of manufacturing that has under the Biden administration what Trump said that he was going to do, but as usual, didn't do shit. Biden has actually done in terms of bringing back a lot of those jobs. And, you know, it's not all, you know, there has been a significant increase in manufacturing investment in, in those kinds of jobs that the MAGA voters are the ones that are saying that they want brought back. But, you know. But reality, but facts don't matter. So that, that I don't think that that's is that impactful in terms of the election. Maybe at the margins, but you know. But again, facts don't matter. So I don't. Know. But yes, but but the reality is. But here, but but the thing is, why we don't have the recession? Because even though the Fed ra- raised interest rates, the reality is that they are still not historical highs. And inflation came down because many of the facts that many of the facts that were driving inflation to be higher were, as I said, transitory. Just just, just to be clear, but transitory meant a you know a year or more, not a couple months, and with, not a couple of months. Yeah, because they didn't well, because it's it, it's not overnight. It's it's the, the whole thing I kept talking about. People not understanding why are we struggling at filling all these jobs. Shit, because we had millions and tens of millions of people lose their jobs. And it's so much easier to fire people than to hire them. Anybody that's hired people knows 
that bringing in and onboarding a new person into a job takes, you know, I can terminate a person in two seconds. <laughs> It'll take me over a year to make a person productive. Right. Hell, how many months does it take me to find them? And then for the productive, and then maybe that person doesn't work, and then I got to get another one. You know, you lost all those years of knowledge and experience. It, it, it's like it's like taking a, a jigsaw puzzle that had 50,000 pieces and tossing it all in the air and then not figuring out, well, why can't we put it back together just as quick? I'm like, it's not like that. So as the people have gotten back into the jobs, as people have learned their jobs, as that that pressure on the demand in terms of driving, you know, because people were desperate at one point or just like, oh my God, I got to find the right person. So I'll just offer more, 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 more. All of a sudden very quickly, which is why wages went up real quick because people were desperate, mm -hmm. okay, in some places to get people. But as, as that has settled, okay, those prices came down, transportation costs, they came down, the shortages that we have, smoothed out and it and and interest rates are higher than they were but if you look at it in the historical context of the last 40 years i mean they're in a they're 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 you know they're not it's not cheap money but it certainly isn't money at 13 14% that you know that was the prime rate hell even higher like in the early 80s i mean the prime rate is still lower now that I remember in the nineties Clinton boom. Right. Okay. So I, I want, I want to wrap this up. Any, any last thoughts on just the prospects for the next year up, down, sideways? Are, are we, are we happy? Like, I mean, the only thing that we can't predict is some other exogenous shock, obviously like a war or something or whatever. Otherwise things are going well and people are actually feeling it more and more. Like it, it does a delay, but like, yeah, are you thinking like by the time we get to the fall and we are talking election stuff and we'll take a break and talk more politics after that, but like there's a very strong correlation between how people feel about their economic lives in the fall of an election year with whether or not an incumbent wins. Do we feel like people are going to be feeling good about themselves? Look, Biden is going to have that tailwind. By, listen, and, and by the way, consumer sentiment has been all of a sudden the last few months have been has been sore. Okay. Okay. And, and Biden is going to have that tailwind where inflation is going to be under control. The economy is doing well. He, he, he's going to have that unless we have some kind of exogenous shock that, you know, yeah. some other damn war. China invades know. Hong Kong or something. Well, not Hong Kong, Taiwan, uh -huh. Taiwan. Yeah. Yes. Like invades Hong Kong. They already did. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know that that's already done. That's, that's, that's baked. Yeah, that's done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, China invades Taiwan or, you know, France invades the UK, Spain. you know, whatever Spain, you know, that be have, you know, the Swiss decide these centuries of neutrality are bullshit and attack all their neighbors, <laughs> you know, attack. <laughs> I mean, you know, Switzerland will annex Monaco. There you go. There, there, there you go. Uh, that'll, that'll be interesting. There you go. Okay. Let's take a break and then we'll, then we'll talk some politics from now to the end of the show. We had a whole bunch of stuff happen this week. 
Did it? Yeah, just uh, we, we let's see. We uh, we had the immunity ruling. We had the whole drama with the the legislation about the southern border. We had the Mayorkas impeachment. We had yeah. Anyway, we got a whole bunch of stuff. We'll we will be back after this. You're listening to this podcast. Do you like it? No. Do you want to support the show? No! Well, after you have subscribed to the show, followed us on Facebook, and told all your friends they should be listening to, what else can you do? I won't subscribe! You can help fund our Patreon at patreon.com slash curmudgeonscorner. Patreon is a way you can throw us a few bucks a month to help out with the expenses of the show. You know, web hosting, equipment, a little bit of advertising to promote the show, and maybe every once in a while some much-needed sedatives for Yvonne. At different contribution levels, you can get a mention on the show, a Curmudgeon's Corner postcard, or even a Curmudgeon's Corner mug. Fun stuff! Not fun! In any case, the contributions help tell us that you enjoy and appreciate the show. I really, really hate Curmudgeon's Corner! Are we worth a buck a month? No! Five bucks a month? No! Or if you are nuts about us, maybe even more. One hundred billion! Billion dollars! Even though you don't have anywhere near a billion dollars! If we're worth anything to you at all, send it our way at patreon.com slash curmudgeons corner. Alex hates. Really, really hates. Curmudgeons Corner! That's really mean, isn't it? I hate corner, but I really do. Okay, we are back. Uh, so let's try to do this roughly in chronological order, the way it happened this week, and spend a few minutes on each one of these. So first, I mean, what happened? What what happened? What happened? Anything happened? No. So number one, number one, the circuit court ruled against Donald Trump in the immunity case. So this is specifically Donald Trump's notion that he has full presidential immunity, absolute presidential immunity for prosecution for anything that he did while he was president. End of story. And I think he thinks after he was president, too. I don't know. But this is specifically about during presidency. And the appeals court basically said, I mean, honestly, I'm a little bit. Yes. Listen, I'm a little bit disappointed. You're disappointed. Because, look, I, I. well, yeah, because look, I did see an upside if <laughs> oh, if Trump yeah. was right. Yes. Okay. Because look, if the president is immune completely from any action, then, you know, look, I mean, so Biden could just order Donald Trump's assassination and it's all fine, right? Especially if he does it by nuking Mar-a-Lago. Are you close enough that you would be caught up in that? No, no, yeah, yes, no, no. Let's not nuke Mar-a-Lago. Okay. <laughs> now a non-nuclear bomb, the big one. I mean, I'm 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 I might be down for that, but not 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 a nuke. No. Of course Yvonne is joking. Let's just make that clear, right? Yes, we are we are yeah, we 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 are not you know, really want the, the, the too many innocent people hurt. No, we are not. We're not advocating the 
the the untimely destruction of Mar-a-Lago by some explosion that would just annihilate the place and, and, down to and, and just to be clear, even something highly targeted for Donald Trump would probably cause a lot more problems than it would solve. Just to be clear, like we do not want to initiate political violence, but no, 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 but but what we're saying, what we're talking about in the case of in the, the hypothetical case, being immune, yeah. if he were immune. Apparently, according to Donald, it would be he fine. Could do such a thing, fine. and it would be fine. Yeah, no, no issues with that whatsoever. Yeah. Right. right. Um. Yeah. So the appeals court, like, was like, no, and it was unanimous, and it was unanimous. There, there was a lot of heartache going on about how long it took them to come up with this decision. It took like what three and a half weeks, something like that. Yeah, where there were a lot of people thinking that because. They'd been so fast in setting the schedule to hear this case in the first place that that would probably only be like a week or two and people started freaking out. But then they released it and it's all like it was like almost 60 pages. I think it was 57 pages or something. And it was all like, no, this is wrong. This is wrong. This other thing is wrong. This other, you know, and people are asking why might they have taken the time they did I think it's fairly clear at this point that basically they wanted to produce a written opinion that was unanimous and bulletproof. They want something that is so clear about all of the issues that there is a decent chance that when Donald Trump tries to go to the Supreme Court, which he has until Monday to do, that the Supreme Court will just say, you know, this opinion is good enough. We don't even have to look at it. Right. You know, yep. that's yep. what they were going for. And that took a little bit of time to do. Okay. You know, I, whatever, you know, things take time. And part of what they did is that whole thing of only giving Donald Trump till Monday, which is an accelerated time frame. If he doesn't submit it by Monday, then they would just give it back to Judge Chunkin and, and, they can go on their merry way with scheduling the, I mean, the trial. Come on, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to, of course, right? he will. of course he will. He will wait till the last minute on Monday. Cause there's no reason to do it earlier, but he'll appeal on Monday. They also set it up so that the whole idea of first appealing and bank to the, to the district court is not appealing because they said, if he does that, the trial can still go on while he's appealing. Whereas if he goes to the Supreme Court, then everything continues to be paused until the Supreme Court decides what they want to do. And then if it does go to the Supreme Court, there are all kinds of options depending on what the Supreme Court decides. Like one possibility, the Supreme Court, if he submits his stuff on Monday, they'll probably give a a few days for the special counsel or maybe even a couple weeks for the special counsel to reply. But the, the sort of the fast case is they get the appeal from Donald Trump, they get the special counsel's comments on it, and then they really quickly say, we don't need to look at this. We're done. And then in that possibility, we could have this back in uh, Judge Chunkin's hands by the end of this month. And then there are all kinds of other possibilities. The longest possibility is that the Supreme Court says, They do want to hear this case, but there's no time left in the current term, so they'll hear it next term in October. That's sort of the longest timeline that is possible right now. 
which would put like an actual decision by the court well after the election. The most people, I think the consensus is that we're probably closer to the shorter end of that than the longer end of that, because people think that there's the, this, the Supreme court, they think this, this issue is fairly straightforward. Donald Trump's arguments are nonsense. The district court did a really good job explaining why, and the Supreme court is going to want to get out of the way and just let things move. If that indeed happens, like we're now talking May or June, probably for the start of an actual trial. Obviously, there's that whole range of timeframes. The Supreme Court can take as long as they want on this. So like if they want to push it out further, they can, you know, but that that's what's going on with that one. And any more thoughts on that one before we move on to the next bullet point? Well, I think one of the things about. Well, no, no, no. This is not related to the immunity case. I was thinking more about the other case. Okay, so let's that. let's let's hit the things in order. Yeah, then. Let's move on. The next thing that happened, and we talked about this a little bit a couple weeks ago, so we can make this quick. But as expected, this whole deal of having all the southern border stuff that the Republicans have ever wanted their entire lives in exchange for foreign aid to Ukraine and Israel and a few other places uh, completely and totally fell apart in the Senate after the House said that it would be dead on arrival if they if, if, if it got there. Um, now, why is that, Sam? What happened? Well, Donald Trump said he didn't want it because ah. because he wants to run on the fact that the border is screwed up. So if you actually do something about it before the election, that is just harmful. Right. And this is despite like, and again, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. We don't have to do the whole conversation again, but the Democrats basically said, okay, Republicans. Okay, fine. We'll do it your way. We'll do it your way. Everything you want here. We don't particularly like it, but we're willing to make the deal. And yeah, so the Republicans tanked it themselves. Biden and the Democrats are gearing up to flip the table and basically say, you know, it's the Republicans who are stopping the border from getting fixed, you know, and we'll see how that messaging works or not. I mean, uh, look, it, the, 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 the border situation, like I, I've said, uh, now we've had issues with the border forever. The fact that the Republicans now make it to be worse than every election cycle. It's it always years for a while in between, but every election cycle, it, it, but it, <laughs> but it, but it's been like this forever, man. Look, I live in a, I live somewhere where, yeah, you know, you know, we had the Marielle boat lift, for example, mm. down here, you know, we, we have had such massive waves of immigrants in South Florida and we're not, we don't have a land board. Okay. Right. So many arrivals by sea, by air, people over extending v overstaying visas. But you know, that's been man, since I was growing up, I remember in Puerto Rico, so many people would make the trip from both Haiti, Dominican Republic to get to Puerto Rico to be able to get on a plane, fly to New York, fly to the US. I mean, having you know, vessels that are addicted on a regular basis. I mean, people die at sea. 
having hundreds of them die at sea at once because ships sinking. And now they're so focused on the Texas side and they're talking about how it's, it's just, oh my God, it's dangerous and whatever, and blah, blah, blah. And, and it's a lie. You know, my brother lives there and never locks his car, never locks his door. Now you can see the fucking border they're talking about from his fucking window. This, this whole thing is saying that it's some kind of like a, that the people on the border are scared of this is bullshit. And they've been living with it for decades. And somebody I saw, it was a TikTok video where they showed this place where Texas had put their, their troops and whatever together with Florida. And, and now Florida sent some people to make a scene with border patrol in this part of the border. And this guy went and said, okay, let me show you. This is where they're making their little show. And you drove a quarter mile down and there was a, an opening on the, on the border wall straight into Mexico and not one person from CBP, from anybody arguing about that bit, but they've got this entire show like less than 500 meters, 600, you know, I don't know why my meters, whatever, because I've been out of town too long. You've been in one of those communist places that uses the metric system. Yeah, I know. I know the metric system. I know, you know, less than half a mile away. They're all over there with their dumb razor wire or whatever. Or you just go a half a mile the other way and there's nothing. You can just walk right through the fence. Right. I mean, so it's just a fucking show. So anyway, the point is, because we got to get through a few more of these bullets before the end of the show, the, the Republicans want the show. They want the issue. They clearly don't want to fix it. They want the show to continue. They don't want to fix anything. Look, look, John Boehner in his book basically said it flat out. It, it, I, I, got, I was reading John Boehner's book and he told, he said flat out, look, all these guys want, they don't want to fucking solve a goddamn thing. None of them. None of them. They want their grift. They want their time on Fox. That's it. Right. And then, by the way, they the Senate then is looking at a, a bill, I just had the foreign aid without the border stuff, but a whole bunch of Republicans were at that point were saying, wait, 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 we don't want to do the aid without the border stuff. And, and it was like, well, you, 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 you just had that like five minutes ago. You just had that a while ago, assholes. And you said, no. Yes. So like Lindsey Graham was one of those people. Lindsey Graham, if you remember, like two oh, weeks ago was saying, now. this is one of the best deals. We really have to take it right now because this is like the best we'll ever get. And then he got wind that Donald Trump was against it and the house was going to tank it. And then he's like, no, no, this is bad. We can't have this bill. We have to fix stuff. And then they killed that bill and we're introducing the other one. And then he was like, well, we can't pass this without border stuff. It's a bunch of cowards. <laughs> Such a bunch of cowards. Okay. All of them. Next up, we had the Republicans attempted to, this is also border related. They tried to impeach Mayorkas, who is, it, it, he's, <laughs> he's um, Department of Homeland Security. Uh, Homeland Security. Homeland Security. And yeah, so the idea was he is 
I don't know, some some kind of not doing his duty, not enforcing the laws because of all the immigration stuff. And while all this stuff was going on in the Senate, they're like, okay, we'll we're gonna impeach Mayorkas. They've been they've been working on this ever since you know the last election. But how'd it go? They lost. They lost Again? the vote. They they couldn't get the votes to do this. And apparently, look, here here's the deal. They had counted, there was one Democratic Congress person that was in the hospital after emergency surgery. And the, and there are a couple, like Republican Scalise was also, he's out for cancer treatment or something. But anyway, they counted the votes, assuming that the Democrat who was in the hospital would not show up. Well, guess what? He showed up in a wheelchair in his yes. scrubs from the hospital yes. to put in his Hell vote, yeah. and that was enough to kill it because we are the house is so close right now that like one or two votes make all the difference. And there were a couple of Republicans who were against this effort anyway. And so once you add this guy, it's like they 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 just didn't count right. Here 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 is the reality. Yes. The, 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 the Hakeem Jeffries has his caucus organized like a well-oiled machine. Yes. And the Republicans are a bunch of fools. <laughs> well, at this point, they say that w- one of the people who voted against it, by the way, was a Republican who was actually for it, who changed the vote to make sure that yeah, well, it didn't matter. It still was not enough. It doesn't matter. That was just an. There was a procedural thing in order to be able to reserve the right to bring it up again later. And what they're saying now is, as soon as Scalise can get out of his cancer treatment and come, they will do the vote again, and then they think they'll win. Ah, we'll see about that. Well, the thing is, th- their timing on that actually is very critically. They've got a very narrow window. Because the special election to replace, what's his name, that fraudulent guy? Santos. Santos, yes. Is coming up very fast. It's it's like two weeks out, maybe? <laughs> um, something like that. Now, right. apparently, the polling for that race is neck and neck. Like, we had said we thought, like, the Democrat would have an advantage, whatever. But... At least polling-wise, it's neck and neck right now. This will be another opportunity, by the way, to see if Democrats outperform their polls. But if the Democrats actually pick up that seat, it gets even harder for the Republicans to do anything, and they already can't. Right. They already can't. So, So that'll be fun to watch. And then immediately after the failure of the Mayorkas vote, they decided they, they were bringing up their own alternative Israel bill that did not include Ukraine and they couldn't get that done either. Right. Look, they're, they're incompetent. Yes. It's Johnson all the way down. And I, and I still fully expect at some point, somebody's going to pull the plug on Johnson and we're going to go through the whole speaker vote thing again. Yeah, yeah, yes. Again, yes. By the way, just one one more tidbit. I, I did see how I can't remember which guy. I think it was Ben Shapiro who was having a complete meltdown over the fact that, <laughs> um, you know, because I, I believe it was Akeem Jeffries arranged transportation to make sure yes that this guy could come in to vote. 
And he was having yes, to- and they had the house doctors checking on him every five minutes to make sure he was okay because the guy just got out of surgery. And he left the hospital against doctor's orders. He had to sign a waiver or all that kind of stuff to right. and 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 he was saying something about a ruthlessness of, you know, I wish we could operate with the ruthlessness of of these democratic bastards of like if it's not ruthlessness dickhead <laughs> fucking people you know you know you know they're organized they know what the fuck they're doing and you guys are a bunch of you know if it's just on if it's on wits alone the fucking hammer these bastards but it's not it's not about that yeah yeah okay so the next the next thing we got two more two more on my list was we had the argument in front of the Supreme Court about Colorado's effort to get Donald Trump off the ballot because of the Section 3 of the 14th Amendment that says you cannot hold office if you are an insurrectionist. Basically, I'm not going to try to read the exact text. The people in favor of that position got hammered in front of the Supreme Court. Like, it's it's like... You know, back in December when we talked about this, I said the Supreme Court will find a way out of this. No matter what, this there was no way this court would do this. And there's two there are two things here. And just just for yeah, yeah, just make sure because that was like yeah, there's a couple of things here. It's not just one. There there are a couple there there are a few things to talk about here. But one is on the one hand, a lot of people have been saying. And trying to push these efforts by saying, look, it's absolutely clear. Of course, Donald Trump is an insurrectionist. This is exactly what the amendment is for. He should not be able to hold office. And like at a high level, I actually agree with that. I think this is what the amendment was for, and he should not be able to hold office. However, there were always a lot of actually legitimate questions about how you decide. Right. And because the idea that you just sort of have the secretary of state in some in some random state say he he's an insurrectionist he can't do it even with the little trial they had they had like a 5 day trial but it's just like it's colorado and their rules and what's going to happen somewhere else and you know the consensus seemed to be on the court and it looks like you know, they certainly have the five votes to overturn this. And it, it there's a chance that it's eight or nine votes uh, because a lot of the liberal justices also clearly had a bunch of concerns. Now, some of this is just like, you guys, seriously, you do not want the Supreme Court to be the one that says Donald Trump can't be president. You really don't want that. We don't want that. Nobody, we don't want to go out on that limb. So we're going to find a way out. But another big legitimate part of it is if you are going to have a mechanism to do this, it it really should be a federal mechanism. It should be a way that you decide uniformly for the whole country through some sort of defined mechanism that says this person is ineligible because of X, Y, Z. And exactly what that procedure should be is debatable, but the fact that there should be one, I think, I think the kind of chaos that you would get if you let each state decide independently is really messy and really ugly and 
causes all kinds of problems. You want a federal method to do this. Now, of course, the problem is in order to get a federal method to do this, Congress would have to pass something. Enacting legislation. Right. In our current environment, there's no there's no way that'll ever happen. You know? So what, well, what left- I said, you know what I said? What I yeah, what I what said did you say? was that well, my my plan was in order to get the Republicans to pass all of this would be for the Democrats to break all the rules. <laughs> yes. Because then immediately they would be on the bandwagon to passing all of this stuff. Well, because according to the Republicans' own theory of 2020, the way that you should resolve this is if Donald Trump really isn't eligible, then once you get the electoral votes being counted on January 6, 2025, Kamala Harris just says, eh. Yeah. The, the Congress should reject all of Donald Trump's electoral votes as ineligible. And that's it. Yeah. Now that, that depends actually, like if yeah, that, that could lead it to be dropped into the house, depending on what the numbers were, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, bottom line, you have, you have the Congress on January 6th, figure out all these issues. And with, with Kamala in charge, she could, she could do whatever she wanted. Like, like they wanted Pence to do. Exactly. Yeah. So like she could declare that, you know, Donald Trump was ineligible and, you know, throw out all those votes. So that, that, so, so that's why I'm saying that, that, you know what, what we need to do is, hey, you want, we want to fix this, that we got to do what the fuck they said that they, you know, Penn should have been able to do. And then I guarantee you that those, oh, no, 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 that's not the way. No, never. No, no, no. For sure. That's the only way these assholes operate. Yeah, it, you're you are right on that, but I think it, that scenario would still cause even more problems. It would, but but listen, but what what worse problems than what than letting them actually fucking eventually get away with this shit? Uh, yes, uh, yes. Well, the, the, I think at some point just to call their fucking bluff. You know, you gotta sometimes do it with these fucking people. Hey, you want the bluff called? Let's just fucking do it. Okay, fuck you. All right, you say that's what the law says. Fine, let's do it. Let, hey, let's play by your rules. You're on a roll with these things. Biden should o- order the assassination of Trump, <laughs> and then if Trump wins in in the electoral college, we should just invalidate all those votes. Yes. You know, Harris should just say, and probably Biden should declare martial law as well. Right? You know, right? <laughs> sure. Why not? Oh, hey. God. You know, this is where you get to the horseshoe theory of politics when you get this kind of stuff, right? Close enough. You know, when you say one of the problems all along with this, not with this specifically, but speaking a little bit broader, is we've got so many people on, you know, mostly on the right at this point, but with a nice contingent on the left as well, who have basically decided. The system as it exists today doesn't work. So there's no point trying to work within the system. We need to blow it all up. And and, I, and I'm not, I am actually, I'm not an advocate for blowing it up at all. What I am an advocate was, and I was an advocate, and I thought that we could have gotten this action done after the last election. It was just to fucking fix it. To make sure that this stuff didn't happen. But the Republicans, because they have been with Mr. Zor Loser as their leader, they have not allowed that to happen. 
Well, ju- just to be clear, there was legislation passed that specifically talked about what happens on January 6th in terms of the procedural stuff that the Congress does that significantly tightened up the rules and made it a lot harder to object to electoral votes and clarified that the vice president's role was ceremonial, et cetera. So they actually did pass in a bipartisan fashion legislation to make explicit that what they wanted Pence to do last time is not allowed. So they actually did do some of that. Damn. Oh, so it may not be everything, but they, 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 they closed up a lot of those loopholes. No. And I remember that, but I think that, but, but what I, it it was one of the things, by the way, that they did under the radar, they like, they did all kinds of negotiation and then passed it without getting a lot of attention for it specifically because if there had been a lot of attention on it, then yeah, Trump yeah, could have no, done I, what he did with this, this, uh, th- right. this border bill right now and said, no, I don't want this. And I, no, no, no. I hear you. I, I think that the, the uh, uh, I, I think it's one of two ways, either you called her bluff or you know, like I've said, look, this son of a bitch has to die because I really <laughs> oh, think that a lot of this momentum Unfortunately, I am down to a point right now because this is a fucking cult of personality and cults of personality usually lose. And just to be, I want to, I want to say this before the secret service shows up at our door. We're not advocating at the assassination of Trump. No, no. But I'm saying that I, I, I am like not going to shed a tear if this guy has a heart attack tomorrow. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. On stage under pressure from all of his criminal cases. Okay. and. These cults of personality usually fade significantly when the fucking cult leader dies. Yeah. Unless there is a replacement waiting in the wings that is already. But but he but he has, you know, the one thing is that that's good is that basically anybody in the wings that has tried to take his mantle. He squashes. He has basically exactly he's kneecapped them. Yes. Absolutely. Can't have that. Nope. Can't have that. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, it looks like the Supreme Court will say that indeed Donald Trump cannot be tossed off the ballot, at least not the way that Colorado did. The the question is, there are still some questions on exactly what reasoning will they use and what, how will you, will they couch it in a way that's broad or very narrow? There's some questions about that. I think their main goal (laughs) is to get out of it. So they're going to try to do it in such a way that Trump remains on the ballot, A, and B, they're not going to say, do it in such a way that only applies to the primaries, but not the general. They don't want it coming back to them in three or four months. You know, they want this to be done. There is one thing about the Supreme Court case with 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 Donald that I, I, I do think that it seems relevant based on what I heard, it, because one of the things that the question was whether that applied to the president. Fourteen. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's become pretty clear from a lot of what was heard that I, I don't I think that that part seems to be where everybody believes it does. No, Judge Jackson was not so sure about that. She asked a bunch of questions about that and in fact introduced an argument that the defense that the Trump's lawyers were not making in terms of why it might not apply to the president. So I'm not sure if that will be unanimous or not. 
But but it seemed that that wasn't. But but it, I'm not sure it's unanimous. But it seemed that it was your your position definitely as a majority. It might not be unanimous. Yeah, it, it might not be unanimous. But it seemed that that position had a majority that it does apply. Okay, now so so I think that that's the one thing that I thought was. I, I think the, the 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 answer is exactly the kind of roadmap we talked about. Roadmap off ramp is what people have been calling out that we talked about in December, which is you're going to rule in such a way that you basically say, yes, this could potentially apply in this situation, but the procedure that was used to get here is inappropriate. Right. And in order to have this work properly, Congress has to enact legislation. Oh, they haven't too bad. But, but the other thing that I, that I heard this week that was also very important was that when this was enacted, that this was very specifically that states did not have the rights to determine this. Yeah. That it was the federal, that it was, it was a federal matter as well. This, this was one of the arguments that was brought up during the oral arguments as well, basically saying, hey, the whole point of this was right. to take power away from, from the, the states, states and give Correct. it to the federal government. Correct. The idea was to try to prevent the states from reelecting Confederates, exactly. and taking back over exactly. state governments specifically, right? And and, and Congress positions, etc. Yeah. And this was what one of the reasons Jackson was saying, "Hey, maybe they really weren't thinking about the presidency so much. They weren't worried about th- that. They were worried about state governments and, you know." The House and and the Senate. That's where they were concentrating their thoughts. Now, of course, they probably didn't want the president to be an insurrectionist either, but the exact situation that was going on then at the end of the Civil War, they were a lot less worried about that as an actual possibility that might happen, whereas Confederates taking back over Southern states was a very real possibility. Right. Right. Okay. One last thing. The Her Report. Oh, God. <laughs> so this is the special counsel who is tasked with investigating I've Joe Biden. I've already forgotten about him. So what does that tell you? <laughs> investigating Joe Biden's handling of classified information. Because, of course, after the whole Mar-a-Lago raid, if you remember, there was a couple month period where it seemed like every other week we were finding more classified documents. Mike Pence had some and Joe Biden had some. Mike Pence was already let off the hook. They investigated him, saw no reason to charge him with anything a while back. This was the end of the investigation into Joe Biden. The bottom line of the result was that the special counsel said there's not enough evidence to charge him with anything. But then, of course, he went on, much like Comey did back in 2016, and gave all kinds of other reasons and things. And, you know, by the way, the special counsel is required to present a report on why they did not indict. But, you know, he he went on in length about things that he think, thought that Donald, not, not Donald Trump, that Joe Biden did wrong with the, cla- the classified document, with the classified documents. And and he also spent a decent number of pages talking about how Joe Biden was an old man who's losing his memory, it, which was well. I, I, all I said was it, it, the the whole his analysis seemed like crap. I mean, I'm sorry, but I, I and but honestly, 
I think as a couple of people have said that that I, that I, that I heard before, especially with like witnesses that you're deposing recollections, you know, people's memories are terrible. It's been known historically that people's memories about events and things or whatever are freaking terrible. And for this guy to go and singled out some anecdotes in, in some way and say that they constituted some kind of like egregious, like lapse in memory seemed it just, it, it wasn't, it wasn't evidence-based. It wasn't anything of whatever. He just, you know, I, I mean, people don't recollect shit. I don't know. I've been in that position. How many times did I say, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't recollect that. I don't remember. Well, and, and, and Biden and the white house have pointed out multiple times. This is like, this is standard lawyer advice. Like if you're in a deposition, if, about if you're something, unsure, you say you don't remember. Yeah, if you were even slightly unsure, you say you don't remember. And that's exactly, and, and but listen, and I've done that repeatedly because I'm like, look, I'm sorry. It's either, if I'm not sure, I'm not going to fucking perjure myself and lie and say that something was that way when I'm not, when I'm not sure. So usually, yes, when I have been in a fucking deposition, I have even the slightest doubt about something. I don't remember. So also, you know, and we'll talk about Joe Biden's response to this in just a second. I do also want to mention that one of the things the special counsel did right in this report is they spent a significant amount of time also sh- talking about exactly how this differentiated from the Donald Trump case and basically saying, hey, look, we're not charging. That other case charged a whole bunch. And here are all the reasons it's different. You know, Joe Biden cooperated. He gave the documents back. He did all this stuff. Whereas Donald Trump spent months and months lying about it, hiding documents, obstructing the effort, right, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the special counsel did lay all this out. And by the way, the special counsel was a point was a Trump appointee, yeah. uh, not a special counsel. He was made special counsel more recently, but it was a, it was a Trump appointee. And this is part of what Garland has done to try to maintain the appearance of like fairness. He did not a- appoint some like rabid Democrat to do this investigation into Biden. He rep- he appointed, you know, a Trump guy. And so of course we're going to get this kind of response. I heard some people criticizing Garland, earlier today with like, why didn't you do like, like Barr did and tie this up for a month while you did edits and put your own spin on it and all this kind of stuff. And I think, look, you know, as much as like Yvonne's like, Hey, use their tactics, call their bluff, do the same damn thing that they did to us. You know, it, can you imagine like if, if, if Garland had said, no, you got to take all this stuff out, edit it out, redact all the, not even redact it. Just before we release it, you're going to take out all this memory stuff because it's irrelevant and it's unnecessary. And, you know, DOJ guidelines, you don't need to say all that stuff. As long as it was properly justified. Listen, as long as it was properly justified, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. But I look, I, it, well, here's the one thing. It, it blew up either way. 
it doesn't really matter. I, I just, I, 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 I think that it, it would have, I, I guarantee you like, as it is, look, this is, this is not what Biden and his team want to be talking about, but you know, it's February. It's going to blow over pretty soon. If they had done anything at all to try to change what was in this report to make it nicer for Biden, this would have a lot more legs. Like as it is right now, this will probably blow over in a couple of weeks. If they had done that, it would have lasted months. It, we, we would still. Uh, I, 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 I think you're right. I, I, I think that you're right. And, and, and it goes to the argument that I had said to you that I'm like, look, I'm, I'm rather that this report came out now than in October. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I'm like, you know, whatever. It's February. You know, by the end of this month, nobody will remember it. <laughs> I think you're right. I, I'm now the issue of Joe Biden's old isn't is going to be with us. That issue. Yeah, but that, but that, that issue has been there exactly the whole time. So whatever. I mean, it is what it is. And, and what and whether it's Trump is old. Yeah. Well, one of the things people talked about is Joe Biden held this press conference to talk about it. And a whole bunch of the reporters asked directly, like, you know, should you resign? Are you able to be president? Are your are your mental faculties intact? And what was and he got really mad. He got mad. Like one of the things that was in the report was like he couldn't remember when his son died. And he was really pissed about that. And he was pissed at these reporters and he showed his anger. And, and you know you know that here, you know, you know, can I just say something about, about having a relative die? You know, so I, I had my grandmother die at home. Okay. All right. About uh, four, five years ago. Okay. I can't tell you what day it was. Right. I, I, I can't tell you what day it was. I mean, it's not like a fucking birthday. It's not like, I, you know, your birthdays, you remember where you celebrate them every year. What you think we go around and we fucking celebrate the fact that my grandmother died every fucking summer. No. So I don't fucking remember when the hell she died. It's sometime in the middle of 2019. Fuck, she was in my house. I'm in my fucking house. And I don't fucking remember. And this is why I got pissed off with this bullshit report where I'm like, who the fuck remembers the exact fucking day when most people die? I don't fucking remember. Or, or, or honestly, even years on that kind of thing. You know, it, it, it. Yeah. Or shit, like what year I started working and then when when did I leave? Like a, a fucking job. Right. I mean, I'm like, shit, I was struggling when he said when his term started. Even I was struggling doing the fucking math when, when he was a VP and not. And it, I, I'm like, and this guy is like acting like this is some kind of fucking, you know, fuck, I, I'm struggling every every other week to figure out how old I am right now. Yeah, I, I had to fill out like my age or something on a form or something a, a couple weeks ago. And like I filled it out wrong in January. I said I was already 53 when I was 52. Well, I I had to do the math. I had to like figure out like what year was I born? What year yeah. is it now? Let's do the subtraction. Wait a second. Is it before or after my birthday? Because that makes a difference. You know, yes. and it's like, yeah, yeah like at, at a certain point. I mean, I'm like going on that. But the thing is that I was going through that page and I'm like, you fucking asshole. For real? This is what you're bitching about. Yeah. I mean, when, when I was younger, like how old I was was something I kept track of. At a certain point, I like. Stop keeping track, you know, anyway, um, but let me finish on the, the press conference. First of all, like I liked angry Biden. I thought like, 
I like it when he shows passion. <laughs> like I, I, I felt like, like one of my problems with Joe Biden's normal <laughs> speaking is it's so dry and boring. And I know we like bo- boring Biden. It's I one like of dry and boring. God damn it. But at the same time, like, when he shows a little passion, a little emotion, there's a, that spark there. And I think I like that. However, I heard a lot of people complaining and saying that they they need to make sure Biden can respond in ways that he doesn't get angry because he doesn't look good when he's angry, blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't know. I thought he looked great. He's angry. I, I think it was the Fox reporters. Like uh, the, the question that he asked them was, you know, something about how, by, uh, how bad was he said, uh, how bad is your memory? He said, my memory is so bad. I let you speak. I love. <laughs> yes, that was that was a brilliant like retort. Yes, the other thing that all kinds of people brought up though is, and I barely caught this live. People had well, I didn't catch it live. People afterwards brought it up. Is that after this press conference, he was leaving, and then someone asked a question about the situation in Israel and Gaza, and he came back to answer that question. And he started talking about the situation. And at one point, when he was talking about Egypt, he said Mexico instead. And so people are like, he he was doing so well. And then he came back out and he got Egypt and Mexico confused and ruined it all. Yeah. So look, the the age thing is going to be with us from now till November. There's no way that goes away. As we've talked about on other shows, Donald Trump is showing plenty of signs of like not exactly having great mental facilities either. There, there was a thing just on Yvonne shared it on our Convention's Corner Slack right before we were recording the show, where apparently tonight on some speech, Donald Trump was talking about renaming the state of Pennsylvania. Yes. Like, okay, where's that come from? Like and apparently he also thought today was Saturday repeatedly. Oh, okay. That's nice. Yeah. So, so look, we, we got a couple people that both have issues along those lines. We got a couple people who are both old enough that health issues could come up randomly at any moment unexpectedly. Like either one of them could take a fall. Either one of them could have a heart attack. Either one of them could have a stroke. There are all kinds of things that could happen that would immediately change the entire landscape of this election. But specifically on Joe Biden, the age convert on a day-to-day basis, the it's more obvious that Joe Biden is old, even though it's kind of obvious for Donald Trump too. And we're going to be talking about that the whole damn time. And it's not going away. Well, I hate to break it to you. They're not going to get any younger by the election. Yeah, that's not going to happen. No. So anyway, I, and, and of course, just to repeat the main point of the, what was it? Her report is his name. Her H U R. I think Ben, Ben, her, it's not Ben, her, it's not, not like from the movie. No, not, not, not Ben, her. No, 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 no. Uh, and now I'm going to have to add that to my <laughs> list too, if I don't have it already. You know, you keep doing these things to me, Yvonne. <laughs> yes, it's H-U-R is the guy's name. It is, uh, the her, the, the her is right, but I don't, I don't think it's the right first name, no. Not Ben? Not. No, no, it's not it's, Ben. It's not, it's not Ben. It's not, it's um, not Ben Her. He didn't come down in a chariot, one of those, like, <laughs> you know, Roman chariot things. That, that would have made it more dramatic. That would have made it more dramatic. Yes, indeed. 
Anyway, the main point of the whole report actually was there's no reason to charge Joe Biden with anything. And he specifically said, look, we know there's a longstanding policy. You can't charge sitting presidents. But even if that policy didn't exist, we still wouldn't charge him. Robert Her. Robert. Okay. By the way, not better. It's Robert. Yeah. Yeah. I just looked up. Is it Robert? Okay. You looked it up. Anyway, the, 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 even the things that he highlights as the most egregious things he thinks that Biden did later on in the report, he undercuts himself by saying there's lots of potentially innocent explanations for this too. So, well, a big, well, my understanding is that most of the stuff that was related to was, Again, his person, it was, all of this was in his personal notes. Yeah. At least the main items of contention. The main items were all in his personal notes. And that's why they got, it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the kind of folders that we saw at, uh, at Mar-a-Lago, anything like that. No, it was in his personal notes. Well, at least there was at least one cardboard box in the garage that looked pretty skanky too, but you know, whatever. It, it was it was less volume, but it, it, the one thing that is true is there were classified documents that were not stored properly that were there in his house for a few years, and they shouldn't have been. He blames it on his staff, and I actually thought that was kind of cheap to like, he should just be like, yeah, my staff messed up, but it was my responsibility. He's like, my staff messed up, and he stopped there. But, you know, whatever. You know, the, the point, the, the reason there are no charges is there's absolutely no evidence that that he withheld them on purpose that he withheld them on purpose and that as soon as they were discovered he returned everything he was open to the investigation etc cetera, etc cetera. which again in the Donald Trump case every single one of those steps is the opposite Donald Trump resisted at every stage he lied about it etc 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 are we done Yvonne? okay yeah okay let's wrap up please so the stuff at the end Stuff at the end. The stuff at the end. Things. Things. Yeah. What? The, Not stuff it. Yeah. Stuff. Stuff it. Stuff it. Stuff. Stuff me. No. No. Don't stuff me. Stuff it. Expander. Oh, I remember stuff it. Expander. That was it's still around. Is it? I guess it pro- yeah. probably is. But there's no. I mean, we still zip file. Well, sometimes. yeah, but like all the operating systems have that built in now. So you, yeah, uh, yeah, you, yeah. You no, but the, but the application's still around. And it's I mean, it's, it's got some it. additional features, I'm sure, and blah blah blah. Anyway, while you look up stuff at yeah, Expander, there it is. Stuff at stuff at dot com. There it is. There you go. Oh uh, no, no, no. That website is, doesn't work. Okay, hold on. Okay, okay. I, oh, jeez. Is it dead? Oh, no, 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 it works. Stuff it. Yeah, stuffit.com. I don't know why I didn't before, but yeah, right there. Very exciting. Okay, any, anyway, curmudgeon's hyphen. There is an iOS version. Look at that. Yay. Curmudgeons-corner.com. Go there. Find our archives, including transcripts uh, since like June or something. Uh, so you can do, cra- the, 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 you can see the computer-generated transcripts, which are sometimes funny to read because they're not perfect. And the places where they get it wrong are often amusing. Also there, you can find all the ways to contact us, email, Facebook, Mastodon. Uh, we would love to hear from more of you. And importantly, our, com- not not our Commudgeons Corner Slack, our, our Patreon, where you can give us money. And at various levels, we will mention you on the show. We will ring a bell. We will send you a postcard. We will send you a mug, all that kind of fun stuff. And importantly, at $2 a month or more, or 
if you ask nicely or just ask nicely or not. Uh, we will invite you to our Convergence Corner Slack where Yvonne and I and a bunch of listeners are chatting throughout the week. Chattering. Chattering. It is great fun. We would love to have more of you. The more the merrier. In the meantime, Yvonne, do, uh, anything from the Slack you want to highlight this week? Well, okay. So I actually found it like not that far, long ago. It is. She ordered an ashtray and got a can of tuna. What? I don't remember this one. You you shared this? I must have missed it. I just put this. I just found it right as the show was starting. Okay. Ah, okay. I haven't looked since we started recording. So, some lady went to uh, ordered a $275 blue and white porcelain ashtray from Saks. Okay. All right. And when she got it and she opened it, there was a can of bumblebee tuna inside. Okay. Okay. And they were talking about return fraud, which it seems like somebody went and ordered one, said, no, give me my money back. And they, they nice and neatly packed a uh, can of tuna. And they returned it and they never looked inside to verify. And then inside, and then they sold it again, and they got that. I, I must say that, yeah, it, it just, it seems kind of, and, and this person apparently posted a video on TikTok, and for, it, for, it blew up, and apparently this, there is this now new genre of videos on on TikTok uh, with that kind of stuff. There's some other person that ordered a $4,800 leather and shearling bomber jacket. From the luxury brand Kite from the Saks website. But when she received the item, the TikTok user claimed that the jacket she'd been sent was entirely different in style, shape, cut, material than the one she'd ordered. The original tag appeared to have been cut out and replaced with a sewn in Kite tag. So basically, somebody made a fake jacket of it. And not a very good fake either. Not a very good fake. And, uh, and uh, gave it an out. I, I will say that. I think that spending $5,000 on a leather jacket is just astoundingly ridiculous. Okay. All right. Just a little excessive. Yeah. I, I, I will say for a jacket, you know, but, but you know, I don't know what the hell I could. And you have expensive tastes, but not that expensive. Apparently I, I do, but, but not, no, I, I, I don't think I've, I, I don't think I've ever purchased a, a, a clothing item itself that, that, that cost that i mean i've bought like uh maybe a suit inflation adjusted might be to do that that i haven't had to buy a suit recently but i'm going to tell you something i've had to wear a suit three times in the last month and a half and i'm right now at the point that i'm getting really fucking pissed off about this about having to wear it oh fuck yeah this is the third it's the third i mean you used to wear them all the time i've gotten out of practice and traveling which i have i I've, I've i've traveled let me put it this way i've traveled more in the last six weeks than i i i basically in six weeks i traveled almost the same amount as i traveled in like about nine months last year nice anyway yeah if if i'm if if i'm in anything other than jeans and a t-shirt you know something weird's going on uh, yeah, your job interview or something. So anyway, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll call you out. So the the one good thing, look, what I do, listen, there is a thing about this. I, I went and one of these, the whole point that I was wearing a suit 
was to make an impression, okay, at the customer that I went to visit, okay? They had no idea who the hell I was, but I, I did wear an extremely nice suit. And for some reason, they thought I was some kind of vice president of something, even though I'm just right now just, and, and I was just like beautiful because that was the whole point. The whole point <laughs> was for them to get impressed that some executive showed up. Well, we didn't have any executive. It's just, just me, but they thought I was. And so therefore, that is one of the things that I say about sometimes, especially when you're in a customer facing thing where that kind of stuff works. Okay. It, it did send, oh my God, we got all these gushing calls. Oh my God, the executives are here. Great. I'm laughing my ass off. I'm like, okay, perfect. Beautiful. I did my job. Nice. You know, so there you go. Okay. Now on the return thing, one last thing, and then we're gone. One last thing. Okay. What that reminded me with the Katuna can in there. I still remember uh, one time many years ago, some friends of mine visited Spain mm-hmm. and they they in Spain the they serve bread normally with your meal like right where you're sitting down for, for dinner, and the loaves of bread are actually the they're very hard on the outside, very very hard. And some of them were speculating: stay old or too? Are they reserving old bread? If, if if nobody eats the bread, do they just put it back and then they serve it again? So one of them cut a very tiny. <laughs> hole through one of them and filled one of the pieces of uh, filled a few of the pieces of bread with like beans that they had ah and they okay. put them back on the tray and then they took the tray away the next meal where they were there this was at a restaurant stay i think it was like breakfast they, they came back and they were at the table and lo and behold somebody cut their bread guess what was in the, in the bread the bean the beans beautiful so that's it that's all i got Okay, so everybody, as usual, have a a safe week. Have fun. It, oh, that 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 thing with the owl is this weekend, isn't it? The superb owl. Owl. Oh yeah. That, oh yes. Yes. Yeah. And Taylor Swift. Yes, she's gonna win the win. Yeah. Okay. So for for anybody paying attention to that, I guess have fun. I probably will not even notice unless I hear like screaming from the other houses in the neighborhood. Maybe maybe we put it on your new Apple Vision Pro. Maybe you'll watch it. Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I will. Yeah. Anyway, have fun. Have a great week. And we will talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you, Mr. Bo. Bye. Bye.